opened the door to the most powerful room in housing, built for mortgage executives, real estate leaders, and the rising stars that drive innovation and progress. The gathering will feature over 45 powerful speakers on stage in Scottsdale, Arizona from April 21st to 24th. Learn more and register now at housingwirethegathering.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Victoria Jones, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today's Housing Wire Daily features a crossover episode of Real Trending, a podcast that focuses on interviewing the brightest minds in real estate and the housing market. In today's episode, Real Trends advisor Steve Murray discusses the merger and acquisition market, how brokers and leaders can support staff during unprecedented times, as well as some lessons learned that can help brokerages moving forward. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. As a top 10 subservicer with a 98% customer satisfaction rate, TMS does business a different way and it does it well. They deliver next level service with next level technology innovations. Like Simi, their servicing portal that can help make a lender's job a breeze. So when you're ready to have the service put back into your subservicing, go to subservicing.themoneysource.com. Hi, this is Steve Murray with Real Trends. Got three areas I'd like to cover today. Number one, uh, update on the merger and acquisition market. Number two, the importance of taking care of each other during times like these. And last, what have we learned that we're going to need to remember in the months and years ahead? So first, on the M&A market, last week's announcement of a new entry, Cairn Real Estate, acquiring one of the top 20 brokerages in the country, JP and Associates, kind of sent shivers all through the industry. Well, who are these guys and what are they doing? Let me share a brief summary. Number one, there are more varied kind of entities wanting to acquire brokerage companies than ever before. It's like one almost ruse for the long, old, long ago days when it was mainly Berkshire Hathaway and Rilogy and a few large independents. Today we have, still have Berkshire, Rilogy in very selective areas, but you have Peerage, and you have Compass, and you have an energized Hanna family, and you have Windermere out of Seattle, and we have United Real Estate out of Dallas, and HomeSmart out of Phoenix, and now we have Cairn Real Estate out of Salt Lake City, and I'm sure I've forgotten some. There are more buyers with more capital looking to invest in residential real estate-related services than at any time in my 35 years as a consultant. They each have different objectives, different goals, and different methodologies. On the common side, almost every buyer looks at a multiple of EBITDA to determine the value, but some look at the trailing 12 months, some look at an average of two to three years to kind of smooth out the extraordinary results most brokers had in 2020. 
So the question is, you have lots of buyers, and obviously there are a lot of people at this point, men and women, owners of brokerage companies, considering selling. At Real Trends, we're also doing a lot of valuation work for teams who have an interest in this kind of marketplace. Kind of what is this all about? Well, brokerage companies have proven to be durable, and they turn out to be as we thought a long time ago, great platforms to cross-market, mortgage, title, escrow, and residential property management. So the reasons why people would be interested in these companies are not strange. These are good companies, and they are companies that have survived, many of them thick and thin, through good times and bad. But all of these companies have different objectives and different firms they're looking. The firms that say a Berkshire, Compass, Hannah, and Windermere might be interested in, people like Pacific Union and Alon Pinnell and Lyon and Madison and Company and Jamison Sotheby's, some of the firms that have been acquired over the past years by several of these, the Hanna, the Compass, the Peerage, the Windermere, looking more at traditional brokerage companies and with traditional ways of operating their business. You look at Cairn and HomeSmart and United Real Estate, they are mainly focused on larger brokers who have very low-cost structures for agents. We expect EXP is also interested in that segment, and in fact, we've had conversation with them about this topic. So the M&A market is very strong. It's varied. Lots of different buyers and investors with different structures and different ways to determine the value. And that's going to continue for a while. Our second topic has to do with taking care of each other. In all of the discussions we've had with brokerage companies in the last three to six months, obviously great companies and great agents, it's a frenzy of buying and selling of homes over the last six, eight months. It's something like we have never quite seen before in industry history, or certainly not since 2004 and five. The thing it's important not to overlook is number one, how did we get through the pandemic? What did leaders do that helped them get through the pandemic? Well, they immediately adopted new forms of communication like Zoom and Google Meets and Microsoft Teams and others, and they increased the frequency and the richness of what they were offering as a means to stay in touch and be encouraging and provide new information and to provide training, but also just to let staff and agents know that the owners were still on top of it, were still watching out for them, were still going forward. That sounds remarkable to me. I thought that's what leaders of brokerage companies have always done. But we all know that the frequency and intensity of it last spring when we hit, when we wandered into the pandemic suddenly and changed everything. So 
Now is a smart time for all leaders. This is owners, managers, and leaders of teams, so to speak, to remember that this market has been running fast and furious now for eight months. There is fatigue. Where there's fatigue, there's mistakes. Where there's fatigue, there's overlooking of how people are feeling, how they're doing, what's going on with their families. And so one of the things we recommended a year ago to brokers and leaders is first, take care of your people. And secondly, watch your bottom line, watch your cost structure. But this segment is really, what are you doing right now to take a step back and first, are you taking care of yourself? Are you getting some downtime? Are you getting some time away from Zoom and email and phone calls and looking at financials? Because you need to. Second, what are you doing focusing on how your people are doing personally, not just business-wise? How are they doing and feeling personally? And what can you do to help take some stress away from them and to be encouraging? Something to think about. Lastly, what have we learned in the last 14 months? Well, number one, we learned that the American love affair with ownership of homes is unabated. In fact, it may be higher than ever before. We've learned that buyers and sellers of homes still trust agents to do a great job for them. You want a little piece of evidence about that? A month from now, we'll release the annual Real Trends, the Thousand and America's Best Real Estate Professionals Surveys and Rankings. To give you a preview, last year, there were a record 14,700 agents and teams who qualified. This year, in the largest one-year jump we've seen in 10 years of measuring this, we added 25% more agents and teams qualified. Housing sales did not go up 25% units, but the number of agents and teams who qualified by doing at least 50 sides or 20 million in volume went up by over a quarter. So we've learned that Americans really appreciate the ownership of a home wherever it might be. And further, they appreciate more than one home when they can afford it as a place to retreat to or escape to. And we've learned that their use of agents hasn't diminished whatsoever even in the face of all the real estate tech firms that would like consumers to believe that they don't really need agents or don't need to pay them for the valued service they bring. We also learned that the closer we got to our people, the more we communicated with them, the more information we conveyed, the more care we shared, the stronger our companies got. Yeah, I know, most of the fear of the pandemic in terms of our business passed quickly, most cases within 60 days. 
and then it was off to the races with housing sales. Let's not forget what we learned about the importance of two main things. It is about your relationships, not just money. And yes, competition for good agents is increasing. And yes, they have lots more options, some of which are lower cost than yours. Mainly, most agents and staff understand, and owners need to understand, it always has been about relationships, and at least as far as this editor can see, it will always be. This has been Steve Murray for Real Trends. Now more than ever, the housing industry is looking to its leaders for answers. That's why each week, the Housing News Podcast invites a new mortgage, fintech, or real estate executive to the show to provide its listeners with more perspective on the announcements and news stories crossing HousingWire's news desk. Hosted by Sarah Wheeler and produced by Alcina Lloyd, the Housing News Podcast is now available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and we'll catch everyone back here again tomorrow.